Okay, good morning everybody and welcome uh, to the King's Church Darlington podcast. Uh, it is day two of the Christ Central Leaders Conference here at the King Centre, right in Darlington. Uh, and uh, hello Jill. Good morning. Yeah, it's definitely uh, got a different feel about today. I think there's a kind of steady calmness and excitement today. I think when people were coming in yesterday, people were greeting people, there was lots of finding your lanyard, lots of organisational things, but it's set into this rhythm now and I think that'll be, even be felt tomorrow morning, I would have thought as well. Yeah, day two, people kind of tend to know where the coffee is and yeah. uh, where, where, where they like to sit because they sat there yesterday. And we've had to put out extra chairs today because everybody's shown up today who didn't make it yesterday. Great. Um, and worship, we've been in for a little bit of worship this morning, haven't we, Jill, already? Yep. And the worship is amazing. It's great. It's absolutely great. Uh, teams from Horsham. I think the whole team's from Horsham. Um, and it's a long, long way away. It's they a drive a long way. way. Um, but they're just doing an amazing job. They're rocking out right now, actually, and just uh, people in there worshiping still. It's absolutely amazing. Um, so today, Jill, what are we hoping to accomplish today? Right, we're hoping to interview some of the main speakers today. We've lined up Andrew Wilson. Yes, We've, he has promised uh, us he'll give he us 10 minutes of his time. 10 minutes of his valuable time. We might push it to 15 and not tell him. Yes, <laughs> definitely, because we could talk to I could talk to Andrew for ages. Yeah. Don't want to appear a stalker though. No, don't come on too much, Jill. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And we've already talked to a lovely lady called Katie from Acts 435. Yeah. More of that in the podcast later. Yeah. And, we, and we're and we going to have a little update from Armenia. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so we, we've got a lovely lady from Armenia who's here and she's given us a little update on, uh, on, on the week and how she's feeling about it and how excited she is about being here. So yeah, lots in store for you. Uh, we hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy making it. Um, and have a great day, everybody. Yep. Have a great day. I grabbed the lovely Anne Cooley this morning, who's a member of the team here. Anne, tell me what your role is helping out at this conference. You've got a really important one, I Yep, I am uh, heading up a team that are making sure that King's Centre is clean and tidy and not overflowing with rubbish and that the toilets are sparkling clean. Um, yeah, that's that's my role. And are you doing that single-handedly? No, I've got a team around me doing that. So I've got lots of lovely volunteers who are taking care of making sure the toilets are clean and emptying bins and um, spraying lovely fragrances around the place and just generally keeping on top of, of all Great. of the What's the best bit about this role? The best bit is working with people. <laughs> yeah. And uh, having fun while you're doing the job and oh, serving. You're having fun at the we same time. are having a lot of fun. Good. Yes, Good even though we're exhausted, we are having a lot of fun. And, and the other bit that's good is is meeting people from other churches and interacting with them and um, just generally get, getting to know people who who have not met before. How many toilet rolls have we gone through at the conference? Now, now that is a question. Um, we've gone through quite a lot. <laughs> Maybe so far we're only on the second day and we've maybe gone through fifty. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Ration the man, that's what I suggest. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
we are hoping that people are not using them for other other, other, purposes. other purposes, but Mind you bonkers. never know. Yeah. <laughs> and are you here in the evenings as well, or is it separate to in the evenings? No, we um, here. We are here. My husband yes. and I, Chris, Chris, my husband. Um, we're here in the evening as well, but we have volunteers that come and go um, at different times. That's fabulous. Well, I better not keep you any longer. Thank you very much. No problem. Don't stop having fun. Thank you, Jim. And enjoy your cold coffee. Oh, thank you. Right, so with me, I've got Chess. Uh, Chess has come all the way from Mexico to be here with us. Man, I'm so excited to be sat in front of you and get to know you. Uh, hello, Chess. Oh, hello. Thanks for having me. And you've been here for a week now. I've been here for a week, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah. you were trying to tell me how to pronounce where you're from. Yes. So it's Guadalajara. I, I'm not going to... Guadalajara. So it's like four A's on it. Yeah. I'm not going to try <coughs> yeah, and pronounce that it's and hard, embarrass yeah. myself on the podcast. Yeah, well... Um, so tell me a little bit about where you're from. Sure. Uh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about your, excuse me, home church. I, I lead a church in Guadalajara. Its name is Central Gracia, which you can translate as Grace Central if you want. And um, I'm super happy to be here. I've got some really good friends within the Christ, uh, Christ Central family of churches. Some of them are in Cumbria, so I came to visit them. Wow. And uh, obviously doing this conference, and then this weekend I'm, I'm, I'm going to Manchester. There's a, this church from the New Frontiers family of churches doing something from for the Latinos in Manchester. Wow. So I've been connecting with them for a few years, a couple of years maybe. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to visit them and coming back home. Okay, so... Uh, Guadalajara is a very so it's the second largest city in Mexico. Mm. It's where all Mexican things come from. Mm. So I was saying, mariachi comes from our state, yeah. our area. Tequila comes from our area, yeah. and uh, so all the goodies from wow. Mexico they're coming from our area. So yeah, we're that's where I'm based. Uh, that's why I'm here. And yeah, super happy to be here. Amazing. So the demographic of your church uh, back home is that is that would that be the majority Mexican? It's funny because um, so the team that planted this church. We were mostly young couples, late 20s mm. back then, obviously, uh, small children right now. So God has been drawing some of these demographics to us. So yeah. we've, been getting, uh, we've been getting young couples. We've been getting some young men, young ladies, two singles. And, um, and it's funny because I'd say that's 60% of it, maybe 70% of it. Mm. The other 30% of it is we've got very, very wise and super helpful and and um yeah we all uh, old, old, old women so we got like wow. we, we have a church of mothers spiritual mothers amazing so that's really good yeah oh it's so good yeah man so this is your first time in darlington it's my first time in darlington yeah yeah, yeah. what are your first impressions oh well just, it's just, to, just to just to warn you the majority of the people that listen to this will be from darlington okay so, okay so tell me what what's your first impression you know what uh, the first night i stayed at the um, oh I forgot the name. It's the castle, the hotel castle. Oh, right. Okay. So could, well, be, could be a well, Walworth well, Castle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I love that. It's nice. really cool. Great experience. I think one of maybe one of the best hotels I've been in my life. And I've traveled a lot. So. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, you know, um, I, I would, you know, I'm coming, I'm coming from the, from a heat wave. Okay? Yeah, all right. So it's okay. very sunny and, and you know, and, uh, Coming here, it's a little bit wet, a little bit uh, rainy. Yeah, cold. I mean, it's chilly for me. So yeah, but it's good, man. I love, I love, I love the town. I went, I went to the town, uh, to the center 
yesterday. Oh, good. I was trying to find a Starbucks. And then <laughs> ended, up, ended up in a coffee place in center Darlington. Oh, and uh, I loved it. It's I'm really nice. I'm glad you've got to see a bit of it because sometimes yeah. people just come straight off the, yeah. off the motorway and straight into, obviously, straight into the building and don't get to see any of that. So sure. I'm glad you got to see some of it. Tell yeah. me, um, this is day two now. Um, you, you were here yesterday. Yeah. Um, what's impacted you the most since you've been here? Have you, have you had a moment where God's spoken to you or has yeah. it been, it's been impactful to you personally? Sure, yeah. So just just about 20 minutes ago, um, friend, I've, uh, I did a Zoom Sunday night with the Church Planting Academy hmm. in Christ Central. One of the guys there just approached me a few minutes ago and said, hey, I want to, I want to, he's here right? So I said, I want to pray for you. And, and actually, it was a really, really, really good because uh, uh, he, he said he, he had a prophetic word for me. So it's a really spot-on prophetic word. And wow. Really got um, just you know encouraging me about um, coming with something but leaving with something. And there's a few of them, really cool um, and surprising surprises that hmm. I've that I've encountered in these couple of days. But also, I love the way you're doing this. So I organize most of our event, like our version of Devoted in Mexico. Wow. <clears throat> So I've been getting a lot of uh, good uh, ideas for it, but mostly, you know, I love, I, I, I love unity into this, you know, I love, mm. I love how it, it looks uh, united and, and when we're worshiping towards one goal, one team, you know, like standing yeah. this morning, everybody comes together on it. So I love that. Yeah, it's incredible. Good. Yeah, man. Well, well, looking at you, you are uh, head and shoulders above me in style. Oh. Uh, you're making me feel very insecure. No way. <laughs> but not just that, actually, uh, just, um, I just met you in the hall just now and just asked if I could yeah, speak to you. Yeah, yeah, um, good. Um, it's been a real pleasure just talking with you. Just oh, for a moment. Thanks, yeah, thank you. you. I, I really hope that God continues to impact you just while you're here. That's our yeah. prayer as a team. Thank that you. while we're hosting it, God really speaks to people. Great. Thanks so, so much for just, just jumping on for a second. Oh, I'll let you enjoy thank the rest you for of your me. I've been enjoying this. with me Katie here and Katie works for an organisation called Acts 435. So Katie, how did Acts 435 start in a nutshell and what do you do? Yeah, so um, we started nearly 13 years ago now um, through the idea of a guy called Julian Richer um, who owns a chain of electrical stores called Richer Sounds um, and he had this amazing idea to use this new revolution of the internet to meet the needs of um, people around the country. Um, so he took this idea to the who was the Archbishop at the time, John Sentamu, and together they started this thing called Acts 435. Um, so the way we work is we're an online giving charity um, and the principle is we want to connect donors, people who want to give to individuals through our website um, and we do that through a network of churches and local charities and um, we partner with over 600 churches and local charities around the UK who are all seeing genuine needs um, of people in their communities who then go online to post their requests for help um, and then donors can go on and meet those needs. Great, and you can regionally tailor this, can't you? Yeah. So, for instance, like I live in the northeast, so, so I always donate to people in the northeast. Yeah. Just because they're on my doorstep and they're people I can pray for. Absolutely. So you can go online and you can filter um, either by category. So if your heart pulls for people with kids or um, for people who are refugees and asylum seekers, you can filter down by sort of categories. Um, but you can also filter down by region as well, because um, often. 
sometimes looking at the big long list of needs on our website can be a little bit overwhelming. It can be. Um, and reading through everybody's requests for help, but actually you can filter it down and, and find the ones that really um, speak to you. And you don't have to match the total request. You can just donate £10, £20, whatever you want towards something and other people do as well. So it's a joint effort. Yeah, it's a bit like crowdfunding really for yes. small specific needs. You said they work, you work with local churches and organisations for this. So are people embedded in a local church or is that not, not the case? You just work with the different charities to help people. So, yeah, churches and charities all have different ways of doing outreach, social action. And um, so we work in lots of different contexts. So it might be that they've already got ministries running, like a food bank or debt counselling, and they're seeing the needs yeah. through the people they're meeting face-to-face that way. Um, but also uh, quite a few of our churches use Acts 435 as a ministry on its own and um, look to the local schools and housing associations to find referrals and how they can help their community in that way. One question I've been asked before is if people don't get the full amount via the website what happens? Well firstly um, for the last I've worked for Acts 435 for nearly seven years um, and actually in the last five 100% of our requests are being met in full all the time which is completely God's provision and it's amazing Um, but in that scenario we do have a a plan B um, which is either um, that they can have obviously the amount that has been raised and make sure we can um, bless them in that way. Um, And also, we also keep some reserves of our gift aid. So I don't know whether you know about our gift aid model and how we sustain as a charity, Um, but we do keep some reserves of gift aid should, you know, situations like that arise. Well, fantastic. And last question, why Acts 435? Yep, so Acts chapter 4, verse 35, which shows the early church distributing, sort of putting their um, funds together, their resources together, and then distributing it to anyone who had need in their community, and that's exactly what we want to do. That is great. Thank you very much, Katie. And are you talking in, in the main meeting? Are you going to introduce the things that way, or are you doing the marketplace? Um, we're just doing the marketplace. We've got a, a stand, um, but our executive director, Jenny, is um, quite Central um, UK team, so um, I think we've already been mentioned at some point on the stage so great. far. <laughs> that is great. Thank you so much for your time. Okay, so with me I have Addy uh, from uh, Brashoff. He is here for the week for the conference. Uh, hello, Addy. Hello, hello. It's so good to see you here. It's good to see you all. Um, many people listening to the podcast uh, know about the work in Brashoff and, and actually as, as a church, how we as King's Church have felt connected with yes. the church there and everything that they're doing. Pronounce your church's name in actually in Romanian. Okay. It's called Central Kreshtin Brashov. Yeah, that's why I chose not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't quite have the same ring to it when I say yes. it. Um, Adi. Welcome to Darlington. Welcome Thank back you. to Darlington. You it's were here last year. Great to see you again. Yeah, and uh, it feels very much like seeing a brother yeah. that I haven't seen for a while. Yeah, we feel the same. Uh, just tell us a little bit. Obviously, the team was we took a team from Kings to uh, Brashoff in September. Yes, um, and we did some uh, building work. It was really good to spend that time with you. Just tell us a little bit about what's been going on with the church since then. Tell us a little bit about what's been going on and housing the refugees from Ukraine. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Okay. First of all, thank you for coming. And uh, you did the balconies in the main auditorium, which mm. is great. Um, and we, scary. It was high. <laughs> it was high up there. 
uh, it's always great to, to get help because we're in the process of um, finishing the building and we need all the help we can get. So mm. thank you so much. Mm. Yeah. Many things are happening with the, let's start with the building. Mm. Um, about a year ago, we moved into a building a year and a half ago and um, it was unfinished. We only had uh, one office and uh, mm. the main auditorium and we were happy. Yeah. And then the war started and we as, a, as good Christians thought maybe we should open the, the, the doors for the Ukrainians to come in. Amazing. And yeah, and we thought maybe 10, 15 maximum people we can accommodate. And we ended up, long story short, with 47 of them. <laughs> so, so we were a bit um, in a crisis because we needed help from everybody. So mm. people like you and others jumped in and helped us. In, and mm. it was, it's been great. So we had up to 60 people staying with us. So we had to basically finish all the building. And um, that was not our intention, but this is what happened because we had to separate the family units. Mm. And um, people like you guys came and helped with the rooms and the money came from we don't even know where from some of them. <laughs> and, but we managed to almost finish the building. And um, now we're using the building for about 20 Ukrainians. Yeah. The others went back or moved to another countries. Yeah. But we have these guys staying with us and they will spend a long time with us, I think, because they don't have a place to go. Mm. They don't have money to rent an apartment in Brasov, so um, mm. they'll stay with us. They're part of a family. Yeah. Yeah, we started to eat with them because we didn't know how to connect with them. So we came up with the idea of uh, uh, doing a lunch together with the whole church and them. That was the thing that really broke the barriers between us. Awesome. And we've been doing that since, and it's been great. So mm. they're part of our family now. Food is a powerful weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. We we've been called to be very hospitable, and yeah. uh, it, it's a real blessing. Yeah. And with that it came that it came, um, or I should say, uh, a team was built around that meal. So all people that were not very involved in the church now are are the stars in our church because they cook all the meals and it's just incredible and the whole church came mm. alive because of this thing it's amazing how god calls people the right people at the right time isn't yeah, it and, it's true. It's true. Um, we were we were so inspired by <laughs> hearing what you guys were doing but also we just felt like a connection in our heart like that yeah, actually definitely. we love your heart and we feel like we would want to do the same if we were there but we can't yeah. do that but we can help you um, so that's been a real blessing for us. And for, for me personally, actually, to get to, to get to know you guys yeah. and Danny and Laura, you know, um, mm -hmm. it's been amazing to get to know you guys and lots of other people from mm. the church in Barashov. So, um, uh, so just tell me a little bit about the church. Just give me a quick update on, on the church and how the church is doing. Because obviously as a church, you've been serving and working so hard mm. and finishing the building. But mm -hmm. tell me what Sunday mornings like. You've got a, a nice auditorium now that you're still working on, but it's, it's kind of there. So tell me, kind of, how are you feeling about the church? How things are going in general? Uh, things are going really well, and uh, I don't think I exaggerate when I say that I think we're going through the best period of uh, of our church life in the at least in the last twenty years, which is great. It's exciting, 
uh, we've been through this long process of doing building the the, the building for the church but now mm -hmm. we feel like we need to build the real church the people amazing uh, and uh, we've been uh, we've started training some people we do lots of courses like a marriage course or freedom course mm. and uh, we've encouraged people to start home groups so we have about 10 more home groups coming up Wow. On, on the autumn. Yeah. And your youth, I always see pictures of the youth. They always look like they're having yes, lots of fun. Yes, yes. It's amazing. We, we've we been praying for youth for so many years. I don't know, 25 years since I've been working with youth. And uh, now we see the results. We see some teenagers on fire. Wow. And to it's so great to see them on Wednesday when we have the prayer meeting. Mm. So we have about half, half of the people are young people. The, the rest of are wow. old and it's just amazing so encouraging uh, yeah it's very good yeah we're going through a very good period but uh we have lots of challenges ahead <laughs> uh but they're good challenges we yeah. don't have big massive problems it's just things that we need to organize people we need to release people mm. and we love people when we, lo we love seeing people come into life yeah yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. so encouraging to hear. Yeah, thank you. So just look, it's conference week. I've grabbed you from the conference yes. on a break just to catch up with you really quick and let people hear about how things are going to brush off. Um, so just tell me uh, the conference. How have you found it so far? It's day two. So you've had a full day already. And there was obviously pie and peas last night and dancing. Um, I didn't see you dancing, which was a real disappointment. Well, but... my wife is not here, so oh, that, okay. I guess. <laughs> so you got away with it. Um, and uh, but tell me, uh, has anything impacted you so far since you've been here? I really enjoyed the two meetings from the first two meetings in the morning when mm. we just um, worship God and uh, we're just being open to whatever God wanted to uh, uh, us to 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 hear and uh, the thing what jeremy said today about being open and being vulnerable and uh, just confessing any scenes i think it's that's such a great example for leaders hmm. because we have to do that first yeah, before man. the church does it and i was really impressed because he did that last year as well and uh, i see that this is something that's going on it's not just one hmm thing it's a culture yeah, it's not yeah. it's just a, a culture and thing. i love it because mm. this is what keeps us humble yeah and um and i'm also expecting andrew wilson and others to to see what they have to i'm share. sure they're gonna yeah. be great i'm really looking forward to it yeah. too uh addy it is such a pleasure to just catch up with you really quick i know the listeners are going to really enjoy hearing all about what's going on in russia um, we love you and we are so fond of you, so thanks so much. Thank you, thank you very much. And that's it for day two of the Christ Central Leaders Conference. I really hope that you've enjoyed hearing from our guests today on the podcast. We've certainly enjoyed talking to people, meeting people and hearing their stories and where they're from, um, I would just encourage you to keep praying for delegates as they're here um, and that they would continue to hear from God and that they, this uh, week would be really impactful, not just uh, in Christ Central Churches, but for the kingdom of God. 
Uh, we know that they're enjoying their time in Darlington. We hope it continues. And we hope to bring you more news, more stories tomorrow. Let us know if you're enjoying the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Enjoy the rest of your day.